Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and I am in my car. I am am recording this episode on my teeny tiny microphone that just so happens to be probably the best purchase in 2022. It's, uh, It's one, someone said to me the other day, oh, it's one of those little TikTok microphones. I'm not on TikTok. Not that I'm aware of. (laughs) So I don't, I cannot confirm if this is a TikTok microphone. All I know is it plugs directly into my phone. It's like a normal microphone with the like little black fuzzy bit on it. But it's tiny and it's cute. And the sound quality is quite decent. So anyway, I've been wanting to talk to you about this for a while. And it just so happens that I'm in my car and inspiration has struck me. And so now is the time. So let's get in. My goals do not make me happy. And I don't feel like they should either. So I know that the title of this episode is My Goals Do Not Make Me Happy. And it may have intrigued you. Rightly so. You might be thinking, oh, do our goals make her unhappy? Oh God, why is she not happy with her goals? It's not about that. That's not quite it. I, I personally appreciate how misleading the title of this episode might be. In that, it's not my goal's job to make me happy. Here's here's how I want to put it to you and we're going to go in in this episode. Your goals, imagine your goal like a person, uh, maybe a romantic partner and now imagine you were like sort of speaking to that person and you were like, hey look, it's on you to make me happy. The things that you do and whether you get me certain things and whether I achieve certain outcomes with you and hit certain milestones with you, all of that is the foundation of my happiness. And my happiness is conditional based on you. What do you think that that would do to A, that person, B, your relationship, and C, yourself, let's let's unravel that. What would it do to the person? It would put an immense amount of pressure on the person. It would probably make them feel pressured, suffocated, responsible, probably overly responsible. And it wouldn't make them feel very good about being around you number two that what it would do to the relationship it would become strained because the person knows that they're really their job in this relationship is to make you happy and they're not always going to be able to do that you know there's there's going to be things that happen in life and in business that mean regardless of what they do or how they perform in inverted commas they don't always have the ability to control your happiness or even sometimes have influence over your happiness and nor should they. So it's going to put an intense amount of strain on your relationship. And then thirdly, or C, whatever I said, what is that going to do to you? If you have an expectation of that person that it's, it's their job to make you happy and providing that you hit certain milestones with that person, then you'll be happy or not. What's that going to do to you? It's going to leave you powerless. It's going to leave you feeling a victim. Uh, um, your happiness is going to be a byproduct of something that is out of your control, whether that person lives up to your expectations and standards or not, right? So t- let's take this back to you. I've I've depicted your goal as a person only with the intention of helping you to see what that would do to a person if you put that level of um, expectation on them. Well, actually, let's turn it back. Let's let's look at your goal and let's think, well, if that, if that was the case and if you were doing that to your goal, 
you are essentially outsourcing your happiness. You're essentially outsourcing whether you are happy or not based on something that is outside of your control. And that's where I want to pull it back to. My goals are not responsible for my happiness. I am responsible for my happiness. Let me tell you what my goals are responsible for. How we set goals, particularly with my one-to-one clients in the Thrive First Method, is in two ways. Firstly, your goal should be considering your longer-term vision. And so the way that we set goals in the Thrive First Method is we connect to that longer-term vision, which is a feeling. It's not necessarily something very specific. It's not like I want to have that house or I want that car or I want that job or that salary. It's more of a, I want to feel this way in life and in business. This is what I want for myself. And when we do this, when we zoom out, a lot of the time you'll get the same stuff come up for you. I want to feel unconditional love. I want to feel fulfillment in my life and in business. I want to feel calm. I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel happy. And so when we zoom out and we set a vision from that place in our life, we're then able to zoom back in and look at the time that we are fortunate enough as humans to play with. And over the next month, what what can I do? What goal can I set myself that helps me to make meaningful progress towards a vision that I have? And therefore, when we zoom back in even further week on week, we're able to set high value activities to help us make meaningful progress towards our goals. So our goals are responsible for helping us to determine the direction that we would like to head in and how we would like to feel. And our goals are responsible for helping us hold that vision alongside practical action that help us take in very intentional steps in the direction of where we're wanting to head. So yes, our goals are responsible for that. Our goals are also responsible, in my opinion, for bringing up our own growth and evolution. I truly believe that our goals, our life, our business, and the goals that we set in life and in business can act as our curriculum for our own growth if we let them. They can serve us in bringing up the areas of growth that we have, that we aren't comfortable with, that bring us discomfort, that bring us the fucking icky shit feeling of growth. Because life's going to bring it to you anyway. Like, (laughs) you all know that regardless of whether you're intentional about this or not, life is going to bring up situations with people, institutions, workplaces, your career, your well-being, your health. Life is going to bring you challenges to navigate through that is going to inevitably bring up growth for you. So in setting goals, what we're essentially doing is we are bringing forth our growth on purpose. I know for me, when I set goals, and actually not just for me, for everyone inside the Thrive First Method, when we set goals together, and for my one-to-one clients, this is what we do at the beginning of your four-month journey. When we look at what you want for yourself, we also take a considerable amount of intentional consideration to And in heading in this direction and in taking meaningful action towards this goal, what growth will this bring up for me? What areas of my knowledge, skills or behaviours is this going to shine a light on to say, I have growth to do here. There is evolution for me here. And I admit to myself and I hold it as my normal that that is possibly going to be very uncomfortable. 
And I am okay with that discomfort because it means something to me. It's a part of my evolution here on this planet. It's a way for me to grow. And I know for me, like business, we I know so many of us, you might be listening thinking, that's me, I have this conversation with you all the time. So many of you contact me and you're like, business is just one big mirror, isn't it? It's just a, a big conduit to our own growth. And I totally agree with that. Business is such an opportunity to bring up your growth and it does it so harshly sometimes you know but I know that you all know that so go anyway go I'm about to veer off let me bring it back there are going to be times when you really want to hang your hat on something bringing you happiness a a goal bringing you happiness and the achievement of that goal bringing you happiness and sometimes we can even do it a step back from that where we think just setting that goal should be bringing me happiness just by way of setting it should bring me some sense of control and what I want to bring to you in this conversation today is that's not your goal's job your goal's job isn't to bring you the feeling of being in control or can or happiness or fulfillment that's not your goal's job. Your job, that's your job. You are the one living day by day. You're the one with you right now in this second. What can you do to highlight the areas in which you haven't yet uncovered right now without achieving your next level, you, or your next level in your business or your next level in your career? What can you right now as you are with with everything about you just as it is right now, what can you acknowledge that can make you happy about that? How can you be happy now? How can you thrive now? That is why the Thrive First Method is called the Thrive First Method. Not if you achieve the goal, not when you do that thing, not when you make progress towards. Right now, as you are, with all of the bits of you that you'd rather not be there, right now, as you are, with all of the parts of your life and business that aren't as glowy or as sparkly as you'd like them to be? How can you find peace and happiness right now? And I know that for many of us, we are our own worst critic and that comes up for us. And we try and go on this inevitable journey to fix ourselves or strive for a goal or whether whether that goal is in life and in business outside of us or within us and within ourselves. Like we strive for this perfection but inevitably we're not able to hang our happiness on that because we are basically leaving our happiness outside of our control we are leaving our happiness with a conditional with it is conditional when we do that to ourselves and so what i want for you and what i hope that you are hearing in this conversation today is you don't have to have goals that conditionally make you happy and so and for many of you you don't like setting goals because you're scared you're scared that if you don't achieve them then you're going to be so disappointed and so disheartened and you're not going to be able to handle that and therefore you don't set goals at all I know this because I have been there I have been there I have felt that and I have lived a life where I don't go after the things I want because I'm scared that I'm not going to get them and am I going to be okay if I don't And that's why it's so important to me to record this episode today and to help you balance that fine line. Balance it. 
you know, sometimes you might feel like you're unable to go after fully what you want and commit to yourself fully because you don't think that you're going to be okay with disappointment or you don't think that, or even if you achieve your goals, you, you're going to be striving for the next thing. You know, many of my clients, they, they achieve what they want to achieve and then they're like, right now, what next? And that sense of achievement when they got the job or the salary or launched the thing in their business, it didn't bring them the sense of fulfillment that they wanted for as long as they wanted it. They can feel really sad about that. So I want you to see this is an opportunity. This is a, a word of encouragement for you right now in this episode to turn this back into your own life, into your own business and look at your goals and look at the relationship that you have with them and ask yourself, am I making my goals responsible for anything to do with my inner world? Am I making my goals responsible for my happiness? Am I making my goals responsible for how enough I feel as a person? Am I making my goals responsible for my self-esteem? And if that is the case, know that from this moment, you get to detach from that and get to see your goals as something that just help you move in a direction that is meaningful to you. You get to see your goals as a, a, a conduit to bringing up your own growth as opposed to something that either makes you good enough or worthy or not. So let me just look down because I've got some bullet points on my phone that I wanted to cover off. Covered that, covered that covered that yeah I think we're I think we're good I think we're good there's bits that are nuances that I think I might have covered or not but what I just want to round up by saying is you don't have to use your goals in a way that you know if if this is the first time listening to this episode and you're thinking I've never thought about it in this way before and really what I want for you is to go away go away from this episode and think about the relationship that you have with your goals and realize that if this is the first time you recognise this about yourself, it might take a little while to change. It might take a little while for you to not hold your goals as something that is responsible for your happiness or your contentness or how worthy you feel like you are in life and in business, right? And it doesn't mean that you don't get to be ambitious. It doesn't mean, like some people can accept this and then in the next breath go, but if I don't do that, am I going to be as ambitious? If I don't do that, am I going to strive as much as I as I currently do, you will, don't worry, but you just need to show yourself that it's safe for you to view your goals, not as something that is responsible for your happiness, but just simply as something that is there to help you go in a direction that's important to you. So please commit following this episode to self-reflect, to take what serves you from this episode in the way, by way of getting to know yourself more, being more honest with yourself and moving forward with intention. Please, please never forget, of course, I am always cheering you on and I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.